0: What do you feel like your purpose is as an educator?
1: Purpose is really the reason why you do it. It's like, what is your why is like, you know, when I was in that leadership academy, it's like, that was a big thing that Troy would always talk about is what is your why? And, you know, that's one of the things that I've had to, you know, figure out as I've been working as a teacher. It's like the why when I first started probably was pretty selfish. You know, It was like, man, I don't have a job anywhere else and I'm gonna do this. The why two years later was completely different. It was because of a passion and what I really loved doing and seeing. And the why now even is probably different. It's like one of the biggest whys probably in my life is just because I like helping people. Welcome,
0: welcome, welcome. quality of life podcast to the quality of life podcast What's up everyone? I'm Justin Key, and in this episode, I'm joined by Jeremy Larue. Jeremy shares a story of how purpose can change over time, the importance of building relationships with students, and why we need to be critical thinkers and problem solvers. I hope you enjoy it. Jeremy, how did you get into teaching?
1: Well, uh, it was kind of an interesting uh, circumstance for, for my life, so I've, I've kind of always had an interest in education, but that wasn't really what I had set out to do. Uh, you know, I graduated from high school, went to college, had a couple stumbling blocks around the way. I uh, started by wanting to be a pilot, decided to go to a school. And I was going to join the Air Force and be an Air Force pilot. Then when I went and talked with the recruiters, they uh, told me I should get a degree in engineering since my SAT scores are so high in math. And they're like, yeah, you know, you get a degree in engineering and you can easily become a pilot for us and everything will be golden. I was like, okay, so I guess I'll like take engineering. Uh, Did the whole engineering thing in school and then graduated in the middle of a recession and couldn't find employment. So I was unemployed for almost a full year. And, uh, I talked with actually who was my old principal and he was a director of academics at the time for life school to be a substitute teacher. And I put in an application and waited and finally came around to be a substitute teacher. And on my first day in there, we're like, well, we actually had a different plan for you. Like, would you mind like taking this other position as like a full time in classroom like assistant, uh, an interventionist? And so I I was like, Yeah, no, I, I, I would love to work full time versus like every once in a while. And I worked with some really great teachers while I was doing, you know, my little three month stint. And at the end they said hey, would you mind, like, giving it some thought if you'd like to be a teacher for us next year? We're looking for uh, someone to fill a position that, like, we think you'd be really qualified for. They were telling me that I had, like, really good interaction with the students and that they saw a lot of potential in me. And, you know, I was worried sick and then decided, like, I would give it a try. And that's kind of how I started off in education about 10 years ago
0: what is it about teaching that you enjoy the most?
1: So one of the things I probably enjoy the most about teaching is actually getting to see like the knowledge that I have get to be shared and used. And, you know, there's a lot of jobs and professions out there where you don't see the, the benefit that comes out of all the work you're putting in. Um, As a teacher, you know, you might not see it that day. You might not see it the next, but at some point, you're going to see like what you have been putting all this work into.
0: I know that you're also a coach as well, right?
1: Yeah, I uh, coach golf. I used to coach football.
0: What is it about coaching that you enjoy?
1: I think uh, a thing about coaching that really is enjoyable, again, it's seeing that work that you put in come forth but it also makes it to where you can like develop a better relationship with the students and really have an even deeper influence on their lives. Cause there's sometimes, you know, you see a kid in your classroom for 45 minutes a day with 30 other people and you don't get to give them as much one-on-one individual time and know them as a person and know who their family is and what situations they are going to. But as a coach, There's, like, so much time that you get to devote to, like, an individual kid. And, you know, they're really, like, part of your family by the time that they've played for you for two or three years. It's like they they know everything about you. You start to know everything about them. And there's just, like, a really, really tight family-like aspect that you can have a really deep influence with.
0: How have you seen having great relationships with students affect how they perform in the classroom and just in life in general
1: well I think one of the best ways to actually develop and get kids to do the tough things is to have a relationship because there there are some kids that I've talked with you know other people And they're like, man, that kid won't ever do anything in my class. They're not paying attention. It's like I can't get through to them. And I'm like, are you talking about this kid? Are we talking about the same kid? I'm like, this is the kid that, like, will stay up here and tutoring with me for an hour and a half to try to get that one concept they've been struggling with. It's the kid that, like, makes sure that they'll do their homework every single time. They'll send me emails at 1130 when they're still working. I'm like, that kid's a hard worker, like. What's, what's the difference? And what it comes down to 90% of the time is that relationship and how they see you as more than just their teacher. They see you as someone that they can rely on and trust and someone that they want to perform for.
0: So, Jeremy, how have you seen the life leader attributes help you as a teacher?
1: So uh, just going through and looking like through all these life leader attributes – There are things that, like, really help us out and, like, help us to be better leaders. And especially, like, in my class, we do a lot of critical thinking, which is something that they're going to need outside of my class as well. Um, I teach my kids to be problem solvers. Uh, Again, I teach physics and I teach engineering, but not every one of my kids is going to be a physicist, or they're not going to be an engineer when they get out. But what I tell them on day one is, I'm going to teach you to be a problem solver because there is no way that you can be in any position and not be a problem solver.
0: So is there anything specifically from the problem solver or that critical thinking attribute that stands out to you?
1: Well, uh, the first thing on problem solver, a question to ask yourself is, what is the root of the problem? And that is exactly how I teach all my kids to start every problem that they're going to solve. It's like, what is the root of the problem? Like, what do I know about this? What am I trying to get to? Because if you know what the problem is and you can start to formulate a plan to solve it, it really ends up setting you up to actually come up with a solution versus like get stuck into a rut of, well, now I've got another problem and I've got another problem, but it takes like that critical thinking And, like, you have to know why you're doing it that way, Um, which is, again, part of the same thing with the life leaders. It's a question you ask yourself. What are my reasons for thinking this way? So, uh, it's being deliberate in problem solving or solving your problems, being deliberate and knowing why you want to solve it in a certain way versus any other. Because, like I tell the kids in physics, it's like there are a million different solutions, A way to find a solution but you need to find the best way and sometimes you know they'll go down like a rabbit hole and there's like 20 steps and I'm like okay you you know you solved it you got the right answer uh did you think about maybe trying it this way and it's like a two-step solution yeah it's you know it seems a little bit more elegant it's no better but than the other one but it saves a lot of time so we want to make sure to really teach those kids to be problem solvers and to use their critical thinking skills to solve problems more efficiently. Why do you love
0: teaching at the Oak Cliff campus?
1: Oak Cliff, uh, it's, it's family. Uh, you know, I was actually a student at Oak Cliff the year after Life School opened. I was part of the first graduating class and when I came back and I got back to, you know, being in Texas I made sure to come see some games you know my little brother and my stepsister both graduated from here so it's like there was there was a family and i always had teachers at life school specifically that i i still keep in contact with it's like they were around from the time i was a little eighth grader until i graduated and we still like see each other and get together sometimes now and discuss like how life has happened for all of us and so it's a deeper relationship and i try to keep that same type of thing going with my students it's like trying to be for the be there for them and trying to you know help them out and help them see that bigger picture of life and that even though you're going to go far away from here you know there's bigger things that you can do it's like knowing that there's always that home base you can check in on and having those coworkers that are so tight knit and that work together and they have a goal in mind they want to make sure that, that we can do the best for this community and do the best for our students and I know the quality of student the quality of the character of the people and the students that I work with
0: Yeah. so what is it about the students at the Oak Cliff campus that really stands out to you
1: man uh, it's it's hard to describe it's more it's more of like a feeling and it feels like I have students that know that they can do something. You know, they might've had some hardships along the way. They might've had some things that have held them back, but they're incredibly resilient. And it's one of those things that I, I can't even really describe it so much as just that feeling that I get from the kids that are here.
0: If you enjoyed this story, let us know. Leave a comment, a five-star review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you have a great story you'd love to share, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. And until next time, how can you improve someone's quality of life?